Love is something eternal. The aspect may change, but not the essence. Vincent Van Gogh. This is Sincerely Yours, and I'm your host, Cece Denno. Pen pals, and welcome to Sincerely Yours. This is a podcast about making sense and making it through life where we focus on growth through experience, where I provide tips and suggestions along the way. If this is your first episode or if you've been following along, we have quotables at the beginning of each and every episode. The one provided for this episode was by one of my college roommates, Krista, and that was, love is something eternal, the aspect may change, but not the essence, Vincent Van Gogh. And it's perfect, something short and something sweet and something so Krista. So I loved getting the quotable, and if you would like to send in a quotable, you can go ahead and Email me, that's sincerely yours at writeme.com, or you can find me all over social media, that's on Facebook or Instagram at CC Knows It All, or on Twitter at sincerely CCD. So go ahead and send in quotables, but I am also having a sock campaign up until the end of November. So if you want to go ahead and email me, and say that you're interested. So I'm collecting old socks. If you want to go through your sock drawer and any socks that have holes or are stretched out or just that you're not using anymore, go ahead and collect those and then email me for an address to send them and uh, you're going to recycle them. So it'll be good for clearing out your sock drawer and then also for, for, recycling and you know doing good for the earth so email me and I'll send you the address and it'll be a win-win I also got a really great response from the last episode so what to do when the stress anxiety monster comes and if you enjoyed that episode email me and let me know um, if there's specific things you want me to bring up on the podcast or investigate or talk about. Um, I'm definitely all ears. And so I am excited for this episode because it's sort of a hodgepodge of things, but a lot of topics that I've been wanting to do episodes on and I finally found a theme around them. So let's go ahead and listen. I came across a study where it indicated that telling yourself I can do better is actually one of the best ways to make yourself do better at a given task. And it got me thinking about the challenges we face every day and the obstacles that we come across. And it made me think of what if it was just the opinions that we have of ourselves that is keeping us back. So I'm going to go ahead and frame this into a couple little stories that I hope bring some enlightenment. So to start, I went to an event with some friends. 
So it's November and Thanksgiving is around the corner. And at this event, they offered for us to make those turkeys, the, the hand turkeys. And I was obviously totally into it. And I was like, hey, you know, like, like, look at, look, we can make some turkeys and it'll be fun. And, you know, it'll just be like something silly. And the response from my both friends were just, oh, I'm not going to do that. And I was taken aback and kind of uh, a little surprised, like, why? You know, it's just, it's, we're here at the event and this is what they have and, you know, it's set up. So why not, you know, just have a little fun. Oh, but Cece, I'm so bad at art. I am not creative at all whatsoever. And I found that really hard to believe. And it struck me that my friends really believed this about themselves, that they had done horribly at art in school. And it's just not something that they think that they could do. And it was very frustrating because... I imagine in an alternate reality that my friends didn't care about the quality of the art that they produced, but just the fact that it was something fun and something different and it was already prepared and and maybe it didn't matter if we participated, but I imagine that my friends did not associate themselves with such negative aspects of what they're capable of. And I want to take into account that, you know, we know what we're good at and we do what we're good at. But what about the stuff that we want to try that we're not good at? And what if we all started somewhere where we weren't good at stuff and then we got better? And we got better and better and told ourselves, if I do better, then it'll make us better at these things that we once were bad at. So uh, I, I really want to believe that in people, in my friends and my fellow pen pals as well, you're my friends, that you believe that you can do things that you're not good at. This also made me think of another conversation I had with a friend where we got together and we were catching up and she was explaining that she couldn't wait until her next payday. And I was like, oh, me too. I'm always, always looking forward to my next payday. And she started rattling off a list of all the things that she needed to pay for. So it was like issues with her car and, you know vacations coming up and, you know, paying for this and paying for that. And, and I totally sympathize, you know, I've been in situations where I had a large bill come and it's eaten a lot of my month's pay or, you know, I've had to put off making purchases, uh, just so I can keep within my budget. And so, a couple weeks went by and, and I caught up with her again. And the first thing that she mentioned was she did so much online shopping 
and I was thinking about, well, wait a minute, a couple weeks ago, you were, you're talking about fixing your car and trying to get uh, a hold on all the expenses that you had and, and you did online shopping and she had mentioned, oh, well, you know, I did so much, but I'm just going to send it back. I just, I buy all of it and I try it on and then I send it back. And, uh, that's not how I shop, but I can see how that works for some people. But I just had the nagging feeling of, but what about your car? And and I had even asked, well, did you get your car fixed? Did you have to get that, that belt or like whatever? And she had mentioned, oh, well, I'm just going to wait until something happens with the car. And I was like, well, well, why, why would you do that? And, uh, and you know, some people need their cars and I guess some people don't, but it made me really frustrated because I find that there's such a disconnect of what the things that we want and the things that we can pay for. And I imagine that there's a time where you don't have to sacrifice the calm and clarity of having a handle on your finances to having just whatever you want. And, and I know it requires a lot of discipline and I, I wish that that disconnect did not exist, but if it was more important to have all the online shopping and have all the need for the car to be put on the back burner and to decide that those things are more important than not stressing about your finances. And I just, I imagine that if we just had a way to prioritize our feelings and our well-being if that was what was our top priority rather than the things that we want, I imagine my friends would be more better off. And, and this is another way where I feel like if we tell ourselves that we can do better, then we're going to do better. Which brings me to another fun topic, uh, which is, dating and relationships. Now, I've talked a little bit about my dating history on the podcast, but I just want to emphasize that I know how hard it is and I know how difficult it is to put yourself out there and to be genuine and it's a really hard thing to do. Often my friends come to me seeking advice on what to do and how to handle a situation whether they're dating or moving on from past relationships. And first, I want to say that it's totally valid to feel the way you feel. And I also want to say that it's very important to allow yourself to feel the way you feel. So if you feel sad or angry, I want you to feel that way. Next, what I want you to do is I want you to put yourself first. When you put yourself first, it changes your perspective 
and allows you to look down the road. I imagine a world where my friends do not define themselves by their past relationships, where they gain the knowledge of their experience and value that they can like someone that much, that they can love someone that much. Having the capacity to know that you're capable of these things. And what's really useful is that in this life that I imagine, you are excited to find someone new and move on and take the knowledge of having those feelings for someone and be able to find it in someone else. And when you tell yourself that you can do better, you will do better. You grow and you gain strength. You become more experienced. And so often we sit on the sidelines and play with the idea of why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? When we don't even have a foot on the field. So I know it might sound a little silly, but what you're going through is a really good thing. And maybe it's just too optimistic, but you know you can be better and you can do better. With that, I have something else a little milder that I want to mention. Uh, So I've been helping a friend with his current job search and went through his resume and it's been since the summer that we've been working together and been on the job hunt and uh, he's gotten interviews and but we're still looking for a job offer and it was really good from my perspective working with him because You go through the traditional job search and, you know, you apply to open jobs and he had said that he wanted to move into the field of medical writing and I wanted to know more. So I asked, well, why do you want to get into medical writing? He has a pharmaceutical background and um, he was looking and looking for jobs, and but he has his heart set on medical writing. So uh, he had heard from someone where he ended up applying for a medical writer position, and the contact explained to him that he has no medical writing experience and that he would never be hired. And I found this a little bizarre because that's... I guess, a kind thing for that person to do to go out of their way to mention, oh, hey, you don't have the experience that we're looking for. And I thought it was a, it was odd that it was that he had done this. And I wondered why someone would have gone out of their way to say this to someone. So then I did a ton of research and I discovered that for medical writing, there's like no degree. So 
generally what people end up doing is that they have medical backgrounds and then they get into writing. So it would make sense that specifically if you're going to do medical writing, then you're going to have to have the experience. So of course, where you get experience, you got to start from somewhere, right? And I found out that medical writing is more freelance. So a lot of companies outsource the medical writing for freelancers. And I gathered up all this information and I came to him and I said, this is what I found that the reason why the guy reached out to you to explain that you don't have any experience. So therefore you wouldn't, you know, come in for the interview was because medical writers are generally freelancers. And he knew none of this. And it struck me as a good opportunity to find ways to get into medical writing to get that experience so then he can get his dream job. And it really hasn't played out that way. And I really feel like when we're in a situation of pressure and it's very hard to take on added risks. So uh, it made me imagine a time where people thought outside of the box and really took advantage of the resources and the information that we have access to. Like we're living in the 21st century. All of this information could have been found by him, but not having the curious nature to go out and find out why someone would say something really odd about the a job process like challenge it don't just accept how things are and so often I see my friends settling when they are capable of so much more and I imagine that people take this energy of curiosity and really apply it to their careers and where they can see themselves in the future. And if it just takes one step at a time, you will build and you will find your own path and you will get to where you want to be and find that dream job. So once again, when we tell ourselves, I can do better, we will be able to do better. Finally, the last point I want to bring up is I know that it's hard to find motivation sometimes. And and so I was chatting with a coworker uh, one day at work and she was asking me about the Disney Princess Half Marathon that I run every year and when I'll start training and, you know, get ready to do the race. And so I had explained that the end of November, I usually start training. It's about three months of training. And and we were just chatting about, you know, uh, the race. And she just said to me, oh, well, you know, I could never run like that. And she has two legs. And, you know, she walks to work and takes the train in. And I was, I was taken aback. And I, and I had said, 
well, what do you mean? Oh, well, I don't like to work out in front of people. Okay. And she didn't have the time to work out. Okay. And she hates the fact of working out that it's something to do. Okay. Now, this conversation was extremely frustrating for me because she believes that working out is just not for her. And I tried to explain, you know, working out, exercise, it's good for your mental health. Um, Nope, not interested. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it helps build confidence. Oh, I have enough confidence. Okay. Well, uh, you know, working out doesn't have to be all just working out. Working out can be, you know, long walks or it can be playing a softball game or, you know, working out as it's defined doesn't have to be just running on a treadmill or working out in front of people. You can find ways to get exercise into your daily routine without it being working out. And I just, I imagine a time where people were confident about themselves, where they don't constantly put themselves down, where you know it's good for you and you need to find the ways and the tools to help keep yourself healthy. And I know that it can be difficult to keep exercise in your daily routine, but it's good for your heart. It's good for your life. Like, let's not discount the overall health benefits, even if it's not something that you like to do. Find something that is going to make you work out. Tailor it to yourself. And I wish that people could investigate in themselves what they're capable of, what they can accomplish and not just tear themselves down, but rather build themselves up. But if we remember that when we tell ourselves, I can do better, you can do better. I know it's it's a lot to ask of of these things and and all the topics that we went through that it, it is a lot to ask of people, but we've all been given a blank check and the blank check is life and what you do with it is your choice. Now, are you going to be able to tell yourself, I can do better? I can do better. I can be better. I can feel better. And let's get there. Let's get to my imaginary world and some alternate reality. I hope you were able to find at least a little inspiration in this episode. And if you did, go ahead and tweet me, Instagram me, or email me. And the email, sincerely yours at writeme.com. But with that, I look forward to next time. Oh, 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 oh,